This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. What's up, America? So we're going to start out with the Monday Night Football game. Jets, Chargers, and it was a demolition job. The Chargers beat down the Jets. They beat them down. I told y'all we was going to lose, but I didn't think we was going to lose like that. 27-6, and guess what? Everybody talking about Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson should be benched. Zach Wilson hasn't played well. Zach Wilson played garbage, and he did because the numbers look good, but a lot of it was when the game was already out of hand. Now, people talking about Zach Wilson needs to lose his job. You wasn't saying that last week when he looked awful. You wasn't saying that the week before when they won. And you wasn't saying that the week before that because they won. You know why? Because it was on a three-game winning streak. And now on national stage, he got beat down and he looked inept. And now people are calling for his job. And people want Robert Sala, who kind of choked up during an interview, pleading the fifth about his quarterback, which is wild to me. And I think this is coming from ownership, my personal opinion. Because the Jets, and I'm going to take a line from ESPN's insider, Brian Windhorse, trust what they do, not what they say. And the Jets have consistently, since Robert Sala and Joe Douglas have uh, come together in tandem, they've always brought competition to every position and no matter how good the position is. Didn't think we needed a corner during the year that we went and got Sauce Gardner, but they went out and got Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. Defensive line, has always been good, and they've always looked to continue to add talent, so on and so forth, all around the roster. With that being said, when Aaron Rodgers went down, and you can roll back the tape, I said, we need to go get Carson Wentz. Nobody want to listen to me. People said, well, Carson Wentz would be worse. Worse where? Zach Wilson is trash! I don't care if it's Zach Morris, Zach Efron, Zach Wilson is trash. He's garbage. He is garbage. And for those people that don't understand how garbage he is, here's an analogy for you. Zach Wilson is like the pretty girl with the nice body that got zero personality. When Zach Wilson throws the football, it looks pretty. It looks nice. It, it does. It look when he throws the football, it looks nice. But guess what? He throws it to the wrong team. And he don't know who to throw it to. Just like the pretty girl with the with the with the nice body and the good looks, but don't got no personality. That's what Zach Wilson is. And the quicker the Jets can admit that, the better. Because let's just be real. That quarterbacking draft that was overhyped 
three, four years ago, there's only one good quarterback, and that was Trevor Lawrence. That's why I said three, four years ago, Sam Darnold is better than Zach Wilson. And I have not been proven wrong yet. Even though Sam Darnold's been on his third team, but he's still better than Zach Wilson. Good Lord, he's better than Zach Wilson. And somebody said, well, I should have got Justin Fields. Justin Fields can see half the field. That man not that great. Don't get me about Mac Jones looking like Velveeta. And don't. And if somebody tells me about Trey Lance, just stop. But guess what the 49ers did? They realized that Trey Lance ain't it, and they moved on. The Jets have to realize that Zach Wilson ain't it and move on. I do not believe he will be on this roster at the end of the season going into next season. I don't care how much, you know, I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers says, yeah, he need to be on the roster. He's growing, blah, blah, blah. No, he's not going to be on this roster next season. With that being said, there ain't really much they could do at this point. There's really not much you can do at this point. Can you start Trevor Simeon? You could. You could. You could. That is an option. But it seems as though they are staunch in their belief in Zach Wilson starting for the New York Jets. They got Oakland, or I should say Las Vegas, this Sunday night. So we will see if there's a short leash on Zach Wilson because that Chargers game was horrendous even though the numbers look good because guess what? They were beating them so bad they had garbage time and Zach Wilson ate them up. Ate them up! When he gets the ball out of his hands less than 20, less than 2.5 seconds, guess what? He got 91 completion percentage. When it's over 2.5, <laughs> he's garbage. And guess what? He was holding the ball on too long. Like I said, Zach Wilson's the pretty girl with the nice body and zero personality. When the ball, he got that arm talent, the ball comes out, it looks good. The football comes out, it looks good. But my man can't hit the receiver correctly, and he turns the ball over way too much and holds on to the football way too much. Anywho, now that I got my soliloquy out the way, let's talk about the Sunday night football game. Y'all see what the Bengals doing? I had them left for dead. And guess what? I still got them left for dead. I don't care. I don't care. It's week 10. And the Bengals look, they look, they look alright. You know, they're five and three. They look alright. But I still got them left for dead. I still, I still don't have them over the Ravens. And I still don't have them over the Chiefs. So Bengals going to have to show me that they can continue to build and stack on wins. And I will say their defense, their defense is good. Their defense, their defense is really good. They play sound football, reader, defensive tackles, their best defender on that team. And they just play, they, they don't do anything flashy. They just very sound in their technique. 
they're very sound. They don't. Uh, they don't really beat themselves. They don't really give up big plays. They. They. They're really. This is really a sound defensive team. And I think their defensive coordinator is probably going to get a hook coaching job um, this time around. Now let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> They're looking bad. <laughs> They're five and four. They're looking terrible. And guess what? It doesn't get much easier for them. They still got to play a lot of good teams coming up. They still got to run the table in the division. Now they're gonna beat up on the Broncos next week. They just gonna be. They just gonna try some. But they got to play the Jets, who've you know who've played them well. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But the Buffalo Bills, I'm a bit concerned because they turned the ball over way too much, Josh Allen, and they haven't been consistent enough for me. Um, especially when it comes to running the football because they do not allow, you know, Josh Allen to take breaks because they're running the football isn't there. I, I just view this as this is what Cam Newton probably would look like if he just had a number one receiver. Um, and it still doesn't look good. Um, they had their window a couple of years ago against Patrick Mahomes in the division around and they didn't close that deal. And now they're still trying to, they're hoping to get to that point this year. And I don't, I don't like it. They're five and four. Um, Josh Allen, this whole elite quarterback, the man's been living off of two games. What he did to Patrick Mahomes um, to start the season coming off the year where they went toe to toe and they and they lost in the playoffs. Outside of that, Josh Allen's been what? Just marginal. He got beat down by the Bengals last year when they should have won. Um, and Josh Allen's just he's just all right so far. So we will see what happens with the Buffalo Bills, but I told y'all to start the season, I didn't think they was gonna be that good. But I didn't think they was gonna be this bad. And that's the concerning thing. Now, before we talk a little bit about the association, let's talk about two other games. The first one. The Ravens are beating up on teams and being unapologetic about it. They are destroying teams. The Lions rolled up in there, and guess what they said? They said, y'all not up to our level. Pipe down. And then the Seahawks came in there and they said, y'all better go back to Seattle. <laughs> y'all better go back to Seattle. Beat them down last week, 37 to three. Gino was throwing picks to Gino and I ain't talking about Gino Smith. I'm talking about Gino Stone. Gino Smith was throwing picks to Gino Stone. It was, it was an annihilation. They couldn't run the ball, they couldn't throw the ball. It was just an annihilation, a complete dismantling of the Seattle Seahawks. And Geno's and, and, and Lamar Jackson didn't have a great game. But guess what? He didn't need to because that defense was sensational. That defense was sensational. And their running the football was great. Um, let's just call a spade a spade. We've seen the Ravens do this. 
but they can they do it in the postseason? Can they do it in the postseason? It is tough to go to the bank and beat them. It just is. But they were the number one seed and they lost to the Titans. So can they go back, be the number one seed, and stay the number one seed and not have to go home or stay home, I should say. Now, the other game I want to talk about, the most watched game since the Super Bowl, Cowboys-Eagles. And guess what? <laughs> I told y'all the Cowboys were going to lose, and they lost. Now, I will say, the best player on that field, you can make an argument it was Dak Prescott. He was sensational. 29-44, 374 yards, three touchdowns. And he should have had a two-point conversion, but his foot stepped out of bounds. Um, this is why defensive linemen are told to hustle because you never know what's going to happen. I say that all to say is that the Dallas Cowboys, at the end of the game, for a, yet another game, have yet to shown the ability to just be functional. To just be functional. Meaning, they get a sack on Dak Prescott. That's probably his only mistake during the game. Um, and they're supposed to clock it. No, they don't clock it. They just run a play. And instead of having two cracks at the end zone, they only have one. And guess what? The last play ended on the one-yard line. So... I say all I have to say is that the Dallas Cowboys, I've never believed in them as Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl contenders. They are pretenders. And until further notice, they are just a good team that beats up on bad teams but can't beat the good teams. Um, so I guess that makes them mediocre. I guess, whatever. They're mediocre. They can't beat the Eagles. A hobbles Eagles team. Jalen Hurts is not the same. They're on a bye week right now, so that's good. And A.J. Brown didn't have 125 catches for the first time this 125 yards, first time this season. And guess what? They still won. So that just shows me that the Eagles can't beat the good teams, even if they're not on their A game. They couldn't beat the 49ers when they're on their A game. That got shot locked. And I don't even know if they could beat the Detroit Lions, honestly. So Dallas Cowboys. You know, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Can they get a signature win? Because they're going to beat up on the Giants next week. They're just going to beat them down. They're going to destroy them. But as the season continues to roll along, do they ever get a signature win? Because the, you know, the game on Thanksgiving, they're going to beat the Commanders. So, but the Seattle game on Thursday night football, if Seattle you know, continues to roll along. Can they beat the Seattle Seahawks? Can they put themselves in a position to get their signature win? I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out, walking out. Now that we talked about the NFL, let's quickly talk about the association. Y'all saw what happened last night? Wimbyama in Madison Square Garden. And he ain't do, do and he ain't do too much. He he looked, I watched the game. He looked alright, but he ain't get that. He ain't look like what he did in Phoenix. 
and they got the feet the, the Spurs got beat down by the Knicks 126 to 105. Wimbayama played only 30 minutes, 14 points, nine rebounds, two assists, one block. He was 0 for 4 from 3, and he was just off 4 for 14. And the Knicks, their three-headed monster, Jalen Brunson, 25 points, 6 assists. R.J. Barrett, Mr. Go Left, has 24 points, 6 assists. Oh, yeah, and Julius Randle finally looked, you know, like Julius Randle. He was 23 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. Oh, yeah, and he was able to shoot. I I guess from the feet throw line five of eight, and quickly giving you nineteen points off the bench. Um, yeah, Wimbayama he's looked good this season. Um, they they're they're slowly pacing him. You know they know what they're doing. They got two Hall of Famers in the background: Tim Duncan, David Robinson, both number one overall picks. So I'm not concerned about what. The San Antonio Spurs plans are they get that leeway, um, and I thought he would do well in the Garden, but he was just mid. Um, let's talk about another game. The game we need to talk about is the Lakers versus the Rockets. How y'all get beat down like that? I don't care if Anthony Davis ain't playing. The Lakers should not lose to the Rockets by thirty points. I don't care. I don't care if it's like the eighth game of the season. Y'all need to be losing to no freaking Rockets. LeBron James, he played, given his standards, he didn't play well. Given regular basketball people's standards, he played all right. 18.6 rebounds, two assists, 50%, over 50% from the field. And Rui played very well. Um, he gave you 24 points and eight rebounds off the bench. And and D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, gave you 22 points, four assists, um, and 50% from the field, over three from over 50% from three-point range. But I say all that to say is that the Rockets had their way and they forced turnovers. Uh, they was able to get uh, 11 on them. They was able to score from the field 55%, shoot crazy from three-point range 42%. And that was a tell 10. You can't be losing to Dylan Brooks, bro. You just can't. And Dylan Brooks was pedestrian offensively, but defensively he was just being annoying, and it worked. But I don't care if Anthony Davis, the Rockets should not be you know, beating down the Lakers like that. Not like that. Um, but a signature win that I do want to talk about is what the the 76ers, who are the number one seed right now as it holds today, and that will probably change because it's only like eight games into the season. But Joel Embiid and Maxi giving you 52 points combined to give them the win in 106-103 against Boston. And Boston had everybody there. They had Derek White, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, Kristaps Porzingis, and they lost. And that's to me, that's a mentally good sign because now they can move away from that Harden situation 
Maxi has taken the keys and hopefully they continue to build on what they've been doing so far this season without him. And hopefully some guys can come in and, and make some plays like Nick, Nicholas Batoon, just not in the fourth quarter. Um, you look at the, the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown looked like he can't go left <laughs> he can't go left um four for 13 um the man was turning the ball over had four four turnovers on his head and had the worst plus minus out of everybody on the starting five so like i said this is more for the philadelphia 76ers than the boston celtics boston celtics been there been to a finals been to a, a lot of eastern conference finals so i don't expect them to feel as though oh my gosh mentally where we're at the philly is more impressive to me and they need this more and, and i'll just say this as a quick aside the phoenix suns they i just want to i just want to say this they're not winning the championship y'all they're not they're not they're not they're not they will not be a championship contender i don't even know if they're going to get out the first round and i'm gonna be honest because you know why because they're depending on three players that none of them have shown the propensity in the last four years to be healthy bradley bill just got back and guess what he obviously didn't play well because he just got there and guess what they just won against the Chicago Bills. And we don't think Chicago Bills are anything to sneeze home about. So, um, Kevin Durant has been playing sensational this season, but that's about it. Devin Booker has been hurt. Bradley Bill has been hurt. And you telling me they're going to be able to play 20 games straight. That's what, you need, that's what you need to ask yourself. Can the Phoenix Suns play healthy basketball for 20 to 25 games straight? Because that's what you're going to need in the playoffs, right? Because you're not sweeping everybody. So 20 to 25 games, can you have the ability to play all those games? And those guys have not shown the propensity to be able to do that. So I'm going to go based on numbers and statistics that they're not going to win the NBA championship. Or they're not even going to come close. I don't think they're going to get to the Western Conference Finals. I'm just not. And that's my you know, a little talk about the NBA around association. Now to end the game, to, to end the podcast, we're going to talk about my week, my week 10 games. Let, 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 let's, let's get into it, right? So tonight's game, Panthers-Bears, I'm going to go with the Bears because they're at home. Colts-Patriots, I'm going to go with the Colts. 49ers-Jaguars, this is going to be a good game. I got the 49ers. They're coming off a bye. Browns, Ravens, Lamar, Action, Jackson. Steelers, Packers. I got the Steelers, even though I still don't understand how they're five and three. Saints, Vikings, both five and four. Saints coming into Minnesota. I think the Saints are the better team and they will win. Texans, Bengals. I got the Bengals. Titans, Bucks, man, these are two mid teams. So I'm going to go with the midder team, which is the Bucks. I think the Bucks win. Falcons, Cardinals, Kyler Murray looks like he's coming back. Doesn't matter. Falcons, 
Detroit, Detroit Lions, San Diego Chargers, and LA. I'ma go with the upset. I'ma go with the Chargers. Commanders, Seahawks, Seahawks beating them down. <laughs> Cowboys, Giants is a bye week for the Cowboys. Cowboys win. Jets at Las Vegas. I'm going to go with the Jets. I think the Jets come out on top and they win. I do think, though. Yes, I do. By the skin of their teeth, it's going to be like a 9-10 ball game, but they're going to come out on top. Um, Broncos having the go to Buffalo and play the Bills. I got the Buffalo Bills. This proved me wrong. And once again, I'll prove y'all wrong. Peace. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on the show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. I ain't got to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong. Or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out? Walking out.